This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We're back, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107 on Everything Entertainment. Quick mention here, get ready for the fall online auction. Bidding opens tomorrow. You can preview all the items that you can bid on now. You just go to MyTalk1071.com. The keyword is auction. And don't be superstitious just because tomorrow is Friday the 13th. Yes, it is. Friday oh, the 13th with a full moon. Totally. Oh, okay. Mm. Otherwise known as the harvest or corn moon. But oh, you're probably going to give us the randoms I'll tell on you that about tomorrow. It tomorrow because oh, I'm getting, you know, harvest pickup lines were such a hit last week, Laurie. It might be harvest pickup line part two. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, Cheryl Crow and Jim Gaffigan were in the clubhouse with Andy. And he's looking like a snack with his uh, beard. beard. He looks good. He looks happy. Yeah, he does. He looks happy. And I, I was, I'm kind of like, hey, and Casey just got rid of his beard. He's got a clean face after like he five months of having the beard. What are you, what are you saying? Do you like the beard? I you want love the beard. I love the facial hair. All right. You know me. Give me sideburns, mustache. Give stash, it to me. Give me facial hair. But Cheryl Crow was on with Jim Gaffigan and they were actually very, very funny. I mean, when they played the game, never have I ever were. Have you made out with a stranger? Have you confronted a critic about a bad review? Have you dropped your name to get a table? Have you um, embarrassed yourself on stage? Every single question. And they, they lit had to, the flashlight. No, they had gum. They had to put oh. gum in their mouth. Oh, okay. Cheryl Crow's cheeks. She she had to, she said yes to everything. Yeah. She's like, at the end of it, she takes up this big, what can I say? I'm a rock star, you know, because it was, Jim was like half, half the amount of gum as as she And Cheryl, as you remember, she was a backup singer for? Well, Michael Jackson, but nobody remembers that. I mean, that's like. She's got a new album out called Threads. And she's releasing it like song by song because she said people don't buy albums right. anymore. They just buy songs. But I really liked I She was a lot of fun. He asked, Andy asked her, someone from the audience asked her, what has been your biggest mistake in love? And right without even thinking. Lance Armstrong. No, she said falling in love with narcissists. Oh, Lance Armstrong. There's been more than one, maybe. Yeah, there's been more yeah. than one. Oh. And then she was quick to clarify later in the show when <laughs> she talked about uh, getting Eric Clapton to play on one of these songs on Threads. Right. Um, Andy kind of looks at her and goes, 
Did you used to date Eric Clapton? And she said, yes, I did. And we've remained friends. She said, but he's not one of my love exes that's Mm -hmm. a narcissist. I want to just say that. But we know she's meaning Lance. Totally, Lance Armstrong. She was in it for a long time. And did she date the Butterscotch Stallion? Stallion? I don't know. I don't know. Well, here, she has a great story about Johnny Cash. Cheryl, what's something we would be surprised to know about the late, great Johnny Cash? Oh, wow. Um, you worked with him before he passed. I did. Yeah. Um, something surprising. Well, he spent a lot of time um, at his home in Jamaica. I don't know if people know that, that he actually lived there a lot Re- of his life. Yes. Really? And uh, he and that's June had a, That's crazy to yeah. think of. Jamaica. He and June had a family home down there, yes. Um Wow. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say I think they were robbed at gunpoint, and that changed, that was a big pivotal moment in their lives. Right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people probably don't know this, but he was very much against the Iraq War and the Vietnam War, and he did just tons of work for the Native American. Yeah. Um, polite. So I mean, he's a good man. Wow. Uh, I don't know well, the nitty gritty about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, what an honor to. I mean, unbelievable. How cool. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really. You've I mean, worked with some. Heavy hitters. Yes, you yeah, have. I've been really blessed. Very. So yes, she it, has. And it's coincidental that this week's issue of People magazine, there's a, a story inside. I think Roseanne Cash has a new album coming out, and she talks about, um, you know, because June Carter Cash broke up Johnny Cash, as we know from yes, Walk we know. the Line. Right, right. Remember, we he he's from married to wife. another yeah. woman, right. Vivian yep. or whatever. Vivian, yeah, I think so. And uh, so Roseanne, I don't know that she's she's opened up about. She just said it seemed inevitable, although it was so painful for my mom. Yeah. Um, but she never held any resentment. She said, "I just feel like I had two really good examples." Of women in my life, and my mom gave me this powerful sense of discipline, family, mothering, and detail. And June gave me this sense of expansiveness and how to live life as a performer. So she was accepting of the love affair. And of course, Johnny Cash wrote his song, I Walk the Line, about Vivian's fears he would cheat on her while touring. That's right. Right. And those fears came to pass when he fell in love with fellow performer June Carter. And they had just one son together. So okay, Laura, you're right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this. So here is here's her dating history. Cheryl Crow. Crow. Uh, the first one is Hank Azaria. If you guys remember yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. which who was married to him for just a year? The blonde yeah. Jane, not Joan, not Jane Hunt. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah, she yep. was married to Hank. So the dog, had, the dog walker oh, from, yeah. Yeah, from for like less you? than a year. Yeah. I forgot about that. I think he. Yep. Wow. Maybe might be one of those but narcissists. She, I felt like she was with him forever. But I think he might be yeah. one of those narcissists. The next one I think we know of is Josh Charles. And he, of course, was He's on wonderful. Sports Night. Good wife. Good wife. It, but I did, you know, they didn't take him. He, before the good wife ended, he was, something happened Yeah, to him. And I don't think there was a lot of love lost there. But I right. love him as an actor. Yeah. And then the next one was Lance. And then the they next one. They were together for five or six years. It, yeah. They said it was only three, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it seems longer. No, wait. So it was, um, let's see. Five or six years. Yeah, I, I believe you're right, Lori. And then she, of course, had to know about the doping and keep that kind of covered up, although she didn't know what he was doing. He in was the keeping air. it from her, too. He, he was, was lying to her. Yeah. 
Um, Owen Wilson, she was with him. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't think he might have been one of those. But hey, she said her two, so her, and then he said, what is one of your other mistakes besides falling in love with narcissists? And Cheryl Crow said, look at any of my red carpet pictures. <laughs> Very self-deprecating. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. She was, so here's another one. Uh, this is a story about Casey Musgraves. Yeah, Allison Kay texted that she read that Casey Musgraves recorded uh, her album at your house and she said she took LSD while writing the album. She did? Yes. Um, did you ever did you ever walk in on okay, any of that? Okay, so she recorded in my studio, which is above the barn, and one night um, I went down to, um, to see what she was doing. She wanted to play me some stuff, and my little boys came down with me, and the stuff sounded amazing. It was just awesome. As we were leaving, my nine-year-old said, Mom, there was a there's a skunk. Is the skunk? There must be a skunk in the barn. And I'm just like, what? That was that skunk was bad. Was yeah, like, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, he's gone now. Yeah, hopefully you know, he is. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Casey Musgraves recording in the barn. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The uh, other one she dated Lori was Steve Bing and Ryan Seacrest. Oh my gosh, Cheryl, write a book. Because uh-huh. she was so forthcoming. And this was like the third time she's been in the clubhouse with Andy. Yes. She kind of, I think, might like doing that gig. Who yeah. is Steve Bing with? He's with that- Pabalachki. No, he was, he was with Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley, yes. I, but he has the, he, isn't he the father of, of Padma? Damien? No, no, no that's not. the okay. Indian. No, the, he's Pat Malachki's okay. guy. Yes, yeah, Pat Malachki had a baby with Steve. Yes, King, but he did date Elizabeth. Hurley. Or if yeah. I'm getting it wrong, it's the guy. It's all right. Who is it? And he's like a tech guy. Yeah, it's a tech guy. I don't know, but he's was involved with paternity, and he dates. He was uh, Shaman Rushdie, you know, first, and then uh, Padma was with. No, someone. she's with Adam Dell from Dell Computers. Oh, I got that wrong. Steve Bing is with. Ooh. Don't no, worry about no. it. Don't go down this I'm rabbit hole to. because people don't even know who the hell Steve Bing is. Just a few of us. Jules, True. stop your Googling fingers and listen to Jim Gaffigan's parent advice for Andy Cohen. Right. You have five children. I have five children. What's the best parenting advice that you could give me? Stop at two. Oh. Stop <laughs> Run and They're stop worried. at two. Yeah. Very no, good. five kids. It's a lot, and honestly, it's something I regret. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there one that lying. you regret more than others? No, there's different reasons to like them. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. One looks more like me, one's nicer, you know, right. different reasons. Yes. They're all amazing. They're killing me. Help yes. me. Yes. Help yes. me. Yes. Oh, my God. And this is for real your last album? It is. What? Well, I know. Great. Why did you make that, why'd you make that decision? Um... I, I love making records. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. And I love the idea of just... Now I'm 25 years in, almost 30 years in, really, yeah. actually. And I like just putting songs out. I mean, people just cherry-pick songs anyway. You'll just put anyway. songs I'll out songs now. Out. Okay, so it's yeah. not the last of new Cheryl Crow music. This is all I know how to do. Yeah, because okay. you love writing, right? Yeah. yeah. And he asked her, has anyone ever offered you a song? She said, no one has ever offered me a song. Like really? that she could turn down and not sing. She said, I, "I've never been offered a song, and she this this album is called Threads, and it's collabs with other yes, people. Yes, 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 yes. I heard so. And that. so it's there's going to be a special edition of CMT Crossroads on September 27th. Here's who's going to join her: Chris Stapleton, mm-hmm. Amy Lou Harris, Jason Isbell, Joe Walsh, 
and Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, she had an amazing cold when she performed on the Today Show last week. Oh. And it didn't sound good. Sound good. good but no, but I need to go back because Donnie, Steve Bing is Damien's dad. Oh, oh it oh. is. Yes. Oh, okay. And Daddy, you're, so you're, you're right. right. Mm-hmm. Damien is Liz Hurley's son and Liz Hurley's son, Damien, wins a fight to inherit from his dad, Steve Bing, the d- 380 million pounds from the family fortune. Because Steve Bing's dad didn't want this kid right. because Steve wasn't married. Right. And I think he has a kid maybe with someone he else. He does, because didn't someone get his um, Q-tips from his garbage apparently having a lot of money has uh opened the doors yeah, to a lot of the uh, experiences for steve bing but his dad is not a fan of his promiscuousness yeah. and he did try and block the kid yes he Donnie, did. that was a good gossip deep yep. yeah but i did i put to, did i throw it as elizabeth hurley i knew that i remembered yes. that you did but i you did not remember I that he was the father because i remember you talking about him and not very favorably well, well, he is. <laughs> he's gross. Yeah. Now, is Ryan Seacrest a narcissist? Is he yes, a- for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> All Absolutely. All right. I think so. Don't you guys? Mm-hmm. He would be in that category. Yeah. He's a 42-year-old man who's never been married, never had kids, and just always has younger and younger girlfriends the older he gets. Mm. Answer yeah. your own question, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. <laughs> This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, it, let's get ready for a pouring rain dirt alert. Is it pouring rain it's out pouring there right rain. now? Yeah. Uh, well, I just see your smiling faces and not the window. I know it is. Because it's someday. It's yes. okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Let's talk about some celebrity dr- justice drama concerning Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. This lawsuit continues, this lawsuit being that $50 million defamation suit. Uh, Johnny Depp is pursuing against Amber Heard for that Washington Post article that she published last year, that op-ed, where she didn't name Johnny Depp, but she was talking about her experiences uh, with domestic violence. Now, uh, Amber Heard today went to court to force Johnny Depp to hand over all documents and other material related to his, quote, drug and alcohol abuse, plus incidents of domestic violence and abuse. Abuse And her lawyer is not mincing words. Uh, Amber Heard and her attorney are seeking from Depp all documents and communications between you and any person employed by you. And I say that emphasizing all the capitalized words or working on your behalf pertaining to the use of narcotics by you or Miss Heard from 2013 to the present. So they want all the receipts showing any kind of communication. If Johnny Depp sought any kind of medical treatment, if he went to rehab concerning all of We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be an endless war between these two and nothing but dirty Dirty oh, details. Yeah, so that's coming from Amber Heard's attorney. Now, Johnny Depp's attorney. Yeah, because doesn't he have receipts already, he, he says, yes. on her? Well, that's what they're alluding to. So his attorney's making a statement to Deadline.com saying Amber Heard previously arrested and jailed for domestic violence abuse and then caught on tape by dozens of eyewitnesses for her hoax accusing Johnny Depp of de- violent domestic abuse is starting her trial. Now her new hashtag Time's Up lawyer is trying to thread a difficult needle, desperately fighting to get the case dismissed out of court for the third time says Johnny Depp's attorney. Oh, so geez. we don't know whether or not uh, that's actually <sighs> going to well, be I'm honored. I'm just going to say his substance abuse would be a thick file. Well, that's if he's gone somewhere yeah, he's and there's gone privacy somewhere. and there's right. all that, kinds of things. To me, like it seems like a, uh, what do you reach. call, because what do you from, call the long football pass? A red herring. A Hail Mary. A Hail Mary. But it <laughs> also seems odd because she wants it from when they were together till now. Who cares about now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when they've been separated, when he is. It shouldn't be after. Yeah. It can be, I understand during, but I don't know, you know. It seems like a stretch to me. Yeah. Well, as of right now, Amber Heard is still trying to get this lawsuit dismissed. Yeah. So what they're saying is that if she's trying to get it dismissed, if that doesn't work, at least uh, there will be many personal records and details kept out of the public record on both sides. All right. There you go. They're still fighting over there. A little celebrity justice news coming out of Minnesota this afternoon. A Minnesota judge just issued a bench warrant for the arrest of R. Kelly because he was a no-show today for a hearing. But this time, of course, it's not R. Kelly's fault because he's still incarcerated in Chicago on federal sex crimes. His people saying, well, yeah, he couldn't show up because he's in jail. Now, R. Kelly here in Minnesota is facing two charges in Hennepin County, engaging in prostitution with someone under 18 years old and hiring, offering and agreeing to hire someone for sexual contact. (sighs) And uh, they are saying that, well, we're not going to let him out of custody in Chicago because he still needs to face trial in his federal case. Right. I don't think he's ever. I mean, he's in so much trouble. They have so. I mean, that surviving R. Kelly really. Brought justice for yeah, these women. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to local girl Lizzo, who lost her mind after Rihanna agreed to a music collaboration. Now, this all happened during the Savage Fenty red carpet. That being Rihanna's lingerie line, she had a big show at New York Fashion Week I at the Barclays saw this Center on Extra TV, <laughs> and one of their reporters asked about Rihanna's interest in Lizzo. Would you be interested in collaborating? Rihanna said, gosh, I love Lizzo. She's so bad blank. And she said, uh, you know, do you have a collaboration in the works? And Rihanna said, no, but I'll collaborate with her on the lights for this interview right now. Meaning like, yes, Lizzo. That's fantastic. We will do anything. And then Lizzo responded, ready for our collab, sis, at Bad Girl Riri. Uh, So... Lizzo being the kind of woman that Rihanna wants for the Savage Fenty line and just, I mean, what is not to like about Lizzo, this would be an amazing collaboration. However, Rihanna is not going to probably be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I didn't even know that was a possibility. Neither did I. I didn't know either, but she, she is one of the it? she was asked about it. Rihanna is one of the biggest acts in music right now yeah. who has yet to perform at the halftime in years, show. But in years. Yeah. Yeah. Who wait, who did it this last year? Oh, ugh, Adam Levine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Lest we forget. <laughs> so many. 
memorable Maroon yeah, 5 at the Super Bowl nobody halftime can, show. Yeah, the show nobody asked for. Yeah, well, uh, Rihanna was asked by Entertainment Tonight if she would be interested in performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. And she said, I still got an album to finish. You can ask me about the Super Bowl. My fan's about to have my neck. She said about her album, though, whatever I'm going to be do is going to it's going to be confident. All the things she said, you're just going to have to wait. Well, she was asked, you know, to yeah. do the the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And she said no she, because of Kaepernick. It was in Atlanta, I remember. But yeah. it was Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And yep. she said in solidarity, no, they did ask her first. Yep. So she has been asked. Girls got principles. I love that about She's her. She's got a ton of hits, though, yeah. too. Well, she is huge. You know, one of the things that maybe would tip Rihanna to maybe consider doing the Super Bowl behind the scenes is the fact that Jay-Z is collaborating with the NFL now. But Kaepernick, there's been a lot yeah. of raised eyebrows about Well, there's the, been a lot yeah. of raised eyebrows, so but saying he is working with them. So if there was any kind of discussion about it. Uh, yeah, because she works with Jay-Z. She, yeah, because yeah. she works with Jay-Z. Yeah, because she is like, she's already turned down that gig. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that so. would be like the only kind of negotiating mm-hmm. leverage to get Rihanna during, doing the Super Bowl. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. Jennifer Lopez really wants to do it, but I don't think, are you guys ready for Jennifer Lopez to do the halftime no. show? Well, it would be, she's got some bangers. Change. Look she's at got her. some you bangers. You're tuned oh, in, in four days. <laughs> right? So wishy-washy. Yeah, now I'm all for it. She's all for it. Give her the world. Because you know why? She could do a collaboration. She could have Cardi B and Lizzo come up on her on well, stage because be they're in yeah, Hustlers. I mean, and she does have some bangers. J-Lo does. Over her da- over her recording career, she I don't does. think that she, her she music is universal. Enough. Hell yes, it is. <laughs> yes. What? That has been published lately, Laurie. Julia, we are not going to go down this thing right now. I Do don't have would, time to explain the Spanish language I... world to you oh, right now. <laughs> it's a Univision explain world. Get back to the program. <laughs> yes, Julia. She could have Pitbull as a guest. She could have Pitbull. She had Lizzo, Cardi B. It could be amazing. It could be amazing. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to wait and see whether or not that actually happens. And finally, just want to give you this little nugget of trivia. If you have a small child that won't fall asleep, scientists have found a way, a song that will get your child to sleep. And that is U2's One. So if you play oh, yeah. that song, it really? is scientifically proven what? as the perfect lullaby. Daddy's going to play it when we, we come, come back, back and we'll see how many if of us we'll see if we're awake okay. or not, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good that's theory. Yeah, song. we're yeah. going to see. That's a theory. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Holly. Thank You're you welcome. so much. All right, what's, uh, don't give us any theory about traffic. We need nothing but reality right uh, now. You know, it's not as bad as you would think it would be outside with this dark sky and the rain. My Talk Traffic brought to you by American Refugee Committee, which has a new name, Alight. Watch out, uh, 494 North. And your theory is... Are we not going to listen to the song? No, yeah, we let's listen to one. Let's okay. listen this to is it. a sleepy song because this, this is, is a theory to be a from Holly. Lullaby. Okay, here we go. Is it getting better? I love this song. Or do you feel the same? Very soothing. It is. Will it make it easier on you now? I'm feeling very sleepy. <laughs> and it just Close your eyes. Not if you're driving. One love. Never, don't, don't do that. One love. 
Okay. Try it tonight, I could, parents. I kind of could see because it just Real has a soft, soft strings throughout it. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't ever scream. No big uh, crescendo. No, there isn't. It's just kind of, it builds a little bit, but right. I do love that song. Yeah. I haven't heard in a while. Okay, what's our theory, Lorraine? Uh, what are we what are ta- what are we talking about? Well, today? Microsoft Surface commissioned a survey of people to try and find out where our best ideas when they come to us, where our creative moments flowing. Yeah. Mojo flowing. That's right. And I I I, I really like this one just because uh, you know. We're all about creativity today since Project Down and Dirty, the masterpiece, is coming our way. That's right. And um, anyway, so here's here's what they found out. 40% of the 2,000 people in this survey said they believe that their bed is the most has been the most conducive environment for creativities. And now get your dirty uh, hats off, people. <laughs> um, it just like you can be lying in bed falling asleep and you get an idea. I used to do this at work all the time. Or you're slowly right. waking up in the morning. You think, oh, I got to remember to write that down. Yeah. Go That's back to true. corporate yeah. America. Yeah. Kind of, and even sometimes for the show, I'll have to get up and I get an idea. Yeah. Because you're super relaxed. And maybe you've let everything be out of your head. So fresh thoughts can kind of, you know, maybe come in. And maybe that's why. So 40% of people... A walk was number two. Yeah, I like that idea. As the most creative, yeah. as a creative inducing. Listening to music came in third. Mm. You I, put on some yeah. music mm-hmm. and you get your creative mm-hmm. juices going. Taking a shower. That used to be a place at corporate America, too. Like if you had to be at work for a nine o'clock meeting, you'd be like, ah, you'd be in the shower. It'd be one place you could right. think for a second. And then driving. Oh, Yes. Driving, yeah, I keep a I, pad in the car. You do, I do. For I have an idea. Oh yeah. So those are the five places that mm-hmm. people consider that their creative juices get flowing. Fifty-seven percent of women said they consider themselves creative. Now you came in and you said, "I'm not creative. We're not creative." You got all freaked out, Julia. We are so flipping creative. We just don't do it in the form of art on paper on on a. On a, on a palette, with on a oil, or on a canvas. canvas. This That's isn't. Right. This hasn't we're, been our. We're painters of the mind. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I mean, I can. We're mind painters. What I mean, do we say? Yeah. So, but fifty and forty-eight uh, percent of uh, guys report they consider themselves creative, and people wish they had more time to focus on that creativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly, the survey showed that self-doubt leads to many new ideas never seen the light of day. A whopping 65% of people said they don't share new ideas with anyone due to fear of other people's opinions and failures. Right. We must stop doing that. And 31% said, because one of the questions was, if you're going to be an inventor, what is the number one key to have? What? Confidence. Oh, yeah. You I've know why? Had, Julia and I, I, being inventors, if you don't have confidence, well, you'll be crumbling by day inventing, two. I, if anyone is an inventing partner for me with funding and an engineer <laughs> degree, I would li- really, I, ha- I have so many ideas I all know. the time. See, I do have ideas, but it isn't about 
creating things on canvas. Yeah, no, I know. And creativity is just a way of thinking that yep. can be learned and practiced. But that made me sad that 65% of people have have like fun ideas, but they're afraid people will laugh at them. Well, you're well, not... Well, you might have the idea too, but it's how do you even get it done? Yeah, you know what and I mean? the first thing you do if you do have an idea for yep. a product, you find out if it's already being made before you waste one more second on it. Thank you, Lorraine. Well, I know, but you wouldn't believe how many people will I, yeah, can't start putting imagine. money into yeah. something and yes. it already exists. It already exists, yeah. Or, because we used to do this more often when we would like tell our Body Perks invention story, we would get people um, emailing and that was really right. when we were diligent about answering our emails and stuff. But people, I would always write back uh, for my thing to people, I'd be like, where is this, has this been invented? Do you know that? And where would, would it, be it be sold? sold? Right. You need to answer, you right. need to find out those two things before you do right. anything else. And then each yep. kind of thing leads to another. Okay, so there. Right, inventors get past the ridicule. They don't let it stop them. No. I mean, uh, right Julie and I didn't. Do you know how many people laughed at us about yeah, nipples? Yeah, all to all vendors all the time. Try nipples, Donnie. Okay. Uh, no thanks. Nipple enhancers <laughs> no, in your top. Okay. <laughs> the laughing was endless sure and long. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't care. We knew what Good it could for do. You. Okay. Here is this is just exciting. This is an exciting theory. And um, the U.S. Uh, Forest Service is yes. who this was in conjunction was, but they also uh, combined it with Twitter. Okay. The forest and Twitter. That's right. Here's what they found out, and it's the University of Vermont that did all okay. this, put it all together. Uh, if urban life is bringing you down, try finding the nearest park and give yourself a moment to relax. Around nature, city parks improve your mood as much as like uh, the Christmas holidays. Yes, do. I believe it, Lori. Uh-huh. It's the good vibes found around Christmas Day tweets, statistically the happiest day of the year on Twitter. Well, right. No, I really, I think green, open, an open space that isn't cement. Yeah, over the course of three mm-hmm. months, the University of Vermont analyzed hundreds of tweets every day from 160 parks. And that we found that, yes, across all tweets, People are happier in parks, but the effect was stronger in the larger parks with a lot of trees yeah. and Green, everything like that. Greenery so. and And the bigger bird. the park, the more positive an impact on it had on your mind. So more than like like a, a, a little plaza or a square sure. that's in the center of traffic that like might have some flowers. Like Center Park. I mean, that is brilliant. The planning of that whole park. Of which one? Central, Central park, park in New York. Yeah. That was just such yeah. brilliant And planning. done so long ago, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but so, parks are a big darn deal. Yeah, so anyway, so there you go. I, I guess that could be a duh, too, but... No, but I, I think a lot like of people a, don't realize... I mean, green, there's something about nature. Even just looking outside your window at greenery helps mm-hmm. your mood. Okay, now listen to this one. Yes, dear. I'm, this I'm, I kind of like. This is okay. the University of Houston. They're trying to come up with a way so that there isn't so much food waste for oh, produce. Right. Okay. Because this, here's, I swear to God, you buy it and it expires the next day. Here's their theory. Okay. they sh- that, that grocery stores need to humanize unattractive fruits and vegetables. Uh-huh. Um, they suggest <laughs> that when old produce is humanized, it's evaluated <laughs> more favorably. 
And uh, so th- we will look at it with a more compassionate lens. So they give so an example. So on a banana. Please, exactly. It's going to be okay. Like they show bananas laying in a, lo- a lounge chair with an yep. umbrella over it <laughs> and a hat on. And they show bananas that have some brown on right. it. Uh-huh. Okay. Above the <laughs> banana produce. <laughs> That's bizarre. I know. No, I, I think this is a very interesting thing because when you go in and everything's shiny and it's piled up just right... They don't show the wrinkles or the dark no. spots, yeah, and right, there's a right. lot of things like you can eat a strawberry. They, they sometimes they're the juiciest when they just look a little just kind yeah. of pressed in, and, or and throw them in the blender, or throw them in the yeah, blender. Or so anyway, the right. the University of Houston is suggesting that we humanize uh, the fruits yeah, and vegetables gosh. because they said just like older humans are <laughs> viewed in a more <laughs> favorable light. Uh, than old food. This is hysterical. Older food should not be seen as past their prime or unfit for okay. consumption. Yeah, that is hysterical. Just the picture of the banana with an umbrella. An umbrella on it <laughs> or a peach a beach. could have a little <laughs> brown, spot, brown spot on it. An apple with a bruise. Yeah. I can't yeah. eat those, though. No. But you can... The thing, and I also think they're having trouble with vegetables, the waste is that... You know, you go to these places, and if you don't look at the date on your lettuce or on your, you know, if you buy it and you're used to kind of the bagging system like with spinach, if you don't look at the date, it expires tomorrow. But that expiration date isn't for real. But sometimes it is. because. But the, that's because the bag might be wet. You need to take that salad out of that bag, spin it, get off the few. Th- it's probably good for another week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened in your family that there's a real live fear of expiration dates. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I live with someone who has, who has this li- fear. It's the craziest it's, it's, thing. It's a suggestion. It's a it's suggestion. Like a suggestion. eggs are really good. Like for you can look at like eggs three weeks. Don't bug me. Eggs, but it with the but the, the bag stuff sometimes because it, things get damp yes. in that thing. They're spraying it. So I like to salad spin those things God, and I put it in a, a separate bag. I have it in my old house. Yeah. Oh, I love a salad love spinner. I salad spinner. Yeah, I haven't had one in years. But no, so people are. That is a real. Oh, I know. Casey and I have difficult. I sometimes just cut off things. Yes, so we can't see the expiration. Well, we were used to eating Smart. cheese with mold because we watched my mom cut off mold. I mean, because you know, worse. cheese. Would if you just cut the mold off of a cheese, yeah, it's no. fine because that's how they found penicillin. Yeah. So that was like a yeah. a discovery cheese. Right. Yeah, my mother would cut off the cru- the bruise on the apple. Yes, so it's perfectly good. Yeah. It's funny. It's no, funny. It Little peccadillos of people aren't aren't yeah, there. It, it is. It, it's, it All is. right. Listen, we have a peccadillo called uh, the time, and we need to go. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. I was just trying to find a gift for banana relaxing in a lounge chair. <laughs> What'd you come up a with? A brown banana? Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, I wanted to hear this because uh, Donnie okay. found. I love Pet Shop Boys. Did you not? Did you love them back in the day? I, I, I would need to hear the music. Honey. You would know it. Oh God, this is so eighty. So 80s. Yeah. I mean, West End girls. girls. Yeah. They're just really everything. liked West End girls. So good. I loved the Pet Shop Boys. They were just, mm-hmm. I was always bummed they, I never got to see them, you know, in concert or whatever. But uh, they dropped their new single yesterday 
featuring this pop group also called Years and Years. The song is called Dreamland. And then they also uh, dropped a uh, lyric video for the song. And it looks like the words are all, it's very kind of 80s, you know, punky or whatever. It's right. like on the, the lyrics are on like the Berlin subway, mm-hmm. you know, the grungy subway cool. station walls. Yeah, okay, cool. so let's listen to the song called Dreamland. Kids, thumbs up, thumbs down, sideways. It's uh, 1984 all, all over, over again. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's fine, but it's yeah. very 84-ish. It is. It's very pop disco. Yeah, pop disco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Donnie also posted a very uh, airbrushed Lady Gaga on the cover of the October issue of Allure. Is she airbrushed? Oh, beyond. Oh. She looks like Alicia, <laughs> Alicia Keys. Keys. <laughs> yeah. I'm just setting you up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the best of uh, Lure's beauty issue, which I do kind of like I, that one. I know tomorrow we're having Brian Barron on our personal uh, best beauty. of beauty. Yes, beauty, guy, but, beauty, beauty. Uh, anyway, she is the uh, cover uh, gal. And she, I mean, she looks absolutely gorgeous, but this is a deeply airbrushed photo. Oh, it's, it's yeah. beyond. Like, she doesn't look like herself. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if we can all have one of those in our, you know. Well, uh, one thing she does in the, in the she interviews. She loves makeup. She loves, she says, I can't do any of the glam without this, my two, you know, my the team. The, the team. It just doesn't happen. I can't make myself look like this. One of the ladies at the Twins last night, mm-hmm. um, we were going down to our seats and she had like, um, she was a little older. Um than us mm-hmm. and she had on like amazing eyelashes mm. and she's just like sally's beauty and i said gosh Lori, yeah i didn't say Lori, now but yeah. i thought i've tried so many times i can't do it and she just continues to say if you look down at the I, mirror when you're putting them, put on, them on you can figure it out i'm wearing but them tomorrow will you and i'm gonna wear the tattoos with perfume on so tomorrow we're gonna come to work stinking and looking fabulous and i'm gonna stuff my bra okay Okay. so all right a stuffed bra yeah um long eyelashes i had to confess to my pt guy today because you know i'm still in that making some strides let me lift up your arm well i i I don't need to lift it, but he said that he goes, the goal is for you to be able to uh, uh, put your hands over your head. No, put uh, be able to unsnap your bra or oh. zip up a dress. And I said, well, lucky for me, I don't wear it. <laughs> yeah, right. I wear a sports bra kind of thing yeah. that I can just flip over my head. Yeah, I do. All my pullover bras. Right. right. What and is he you- said, You're, we're still going to get you because one yeah. day you will wear a bra. <laughs> but you know what you could do so many times is clip them in front and then twist it around. Yeah, I know. Oh gosh! But no, I do need to be able. I want to get yeah, back to a, my. Um, you got to get back to your my dancing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to try left-handed dancing tomorrow. Okay. What What does that mean? Well, we'll just, just twirling we'll on, dance the, other on side. the other side. I'll see yeah. how I do with spinning and oh, stuff. Yeah, I like okay. that idea. Lori. Yeah, so I'm going to try it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, also Demi Moore on the cover of Bazaar. She's 
naked and looking like a million bucks in a pink hat, being photographed at the Getty Villa in Malibu up on the Fabulous. Jennifer Lopez wearing some kind of denim concoction that only she could make look fantastic. Tell us the price. Uh, $3,000. Yeah. $15,000. Something like that. I think that. the jeans alone were like $3,000. $3,000. Yeah. Uh, she and Kim Kardashian, I wonder if they've run into each other. They've both been in New York Yeah, they all really week. have been in New York all, all week. All week. Yeah. And uh, they both were spotted wearing the same top faux leather crocodile Tom Ford halter. That who I've been better, Who wore better? J-Lo. J-Lo. J-Lo wore it better. Only because Kim... Was just stuffed in hers and then stuffed in her oh, pants. God, we want to give her love, don't we? No, I, I she listen. I saw her on. Um, she was on with Hoda and uh, Meredith Vieira. They did a taped sit down with her, and I was impressed because she wore the same outfit. Obviously, she just didn't change, but right. and it was at the same. But she wore the same thing she wore in the proper Today Show. She didn't good change. For, good for her. And um, she said that she had a bunch of parties she was invited to, but, but she, she couldn't go because she's studying. So. She's studying for her law. Yeah, her so, yeah, I was just like, you go, Kim Kardashian. I agree. Bank that skims money.